Welcome to Shepherd Bites, a podcast from the Shepherd Express. I'm your host, Tyler Nelson. Here, we take a closer look at some of our upcoming stories and cover some bits that didn't make it to print. This episode features an interview by Alan Hallis with singer, songwriter, performance artist, and soulstress, Miss Lotus Funk. Here's Alan. All right, Miss Lotus Funk, how are you doing today? I'm feeling great. It's such a pleasure to be here. Uh, let's talk about the new the new single in just a second, No Funerals. But first, we have to ask, how did you get your start in music? When did you kind of first get the bug to uh, start creating? Ironically, I played guitar and wrote poetry separately for years. And in college, um, I was taking a jazz class, and we were assigned to write a song. And I wrote and performed, and I, I, I loved singing all my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, people just asked me, why, why haven't you sang before? Why haven't you been writing music? And I, and I didn't know what to say to that. So I've been writing ever since. Okay. <laughs> and now I've had the pleasure of seeing you perform before. Um, you're, you're kind of a one-woman show. I mean, everything is done with like a looping pedal and, and guitar, and it's a combination of different things. Why do you go with the self-sufficient approach like that? It just kind of happened naturally. I got a loop station, and I started started playing around with it. I have played in bands before, and I love singing backup. It's definitely a hobby of mine. But uh, between, you know, like, full-time dominant and stuff like that, starting a band and having a band was uh, hard, a hard one for me to do. Um, but I still, I still wanted to play music, and I still wanted to perform for people. So when I started with the loop station, I just kind of kept going. And, you know, I've always played guitar, and I've always played violin. Okay. So those are really things to incorporate. And then as I started to sing more, you know, and get more familiar with my voice, you know, I started adding the voice into the loop and, um, you know, eventually I bought a piano and it just kept growing. And, you know, I would start to add drums and, and bass tracks at home and, <laughs> and it really became this full sound. Um, and it's something so unique. And I appreciated the growth of the process so much that I just got to I just want to continue it. And, and honestly, and when I first started um, before performing a lot, I, I found this band tune yards okay. and I was so, Oh, I love them so much. And I really appreciated the, um, and I wish I knew her name, but the uh, lead singer, she does the loop tracks a lot of times before some of their really good songs. And right. um, I was just fascinated by her work. And since then, you know, I've been able to see like a lot more people experiment with loops and I really appreciate it as just a genre of music in itself. Um, I know Taj Sultana is pretty famous for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but even when I saw, Erica Badu performed live. She was at the rave. Oh, she pulled out the loop station in, I think, like the first 30 minutes. I was a little delirious because I didn't have water because it was $5. But (laughs) (laughs) I think the first 30 minutes of her set was just the loop station. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, you're not one to to shy from putting your personality into your music. And and No Funerals is very sort of outspoken and, and very poignant at this point in time. Um, what was the, the process behind creating this, uh, this single? You know, uh, 2020 was filled with a lot of loss and a lot of pain and a lot of suffering. And like many great ideas, I was on the job and (laughs) (laughs) reflecting to myself about all these different things going on in society and, and, and really what it means. Also, while learning and and trying to grow as an independent musician and really understanding what it means to have 
that ownership in your music and how powerful that is. Right. Because it's been so, you know, like not the norm for such a long time. So (laughs) altogether, um, you know, it was just this, this moment of, you know, Hey, pain isn't something that even though it's happened and it's being shared, it's not something that we need to be so invasive on, so intrusive on, you know, it's something that is personal to people. And as a black woman seeing, and as a black person, just seeing all these deaths, like just, you know, no filter, no unfiltered, just straight up scrolling Mm -hmm. on my feed just to see someone die over and over repeatedly. It's just, it's just hard. And then, and then imagining, you know, seeing these same things in different like countries and cultures, it's just, I just wanted to really like take a stance. You know, you don't, you don't get to go to my funeral. You don't get to watch me die. My pain isn't your enjoyment. You know, this isn't something that we need, you know, we need to stop it mm-hmm. for sure. But there's just something, I think there's something like fundamentally wrong with, you know, this enjoying of watching the people of suffering, you know, like, I understand that we need to know, but there's something just fundamentally like sickening. Yeah. (laughs) That's definitely, that's definitely one of the better ways to put it is that's kind of what we're, you know, just exposed to and it's kind of normalized now and it's kind of crazy to see that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. When you look back at this year, because obviously it is a very uh, moving year in general. So what do you think of the music that's being made during this time? I appreciate all of the local artists because I really, honestly, I'm I'm a crate digger, and then I have like Milwaukee musicians, and mm-hmm. that's kind of where my music. I'm very <laughs> much the same way. Lies. Yeah. <laughs> so um, a lot of the newer stuff that I'm hearing is coming from local artists, and um, I'm I'm just I, I'm loving every piece of it. And a part, another part of me knows that a lot of these local artists are you know, have a better understanding of owning your music. And, you know, we're getting different programs. Like, um, you know, we got Backline here. We've got uh, Isha Ray Management. She came in and she's educating so many people in the community yeah. about what it means to, like, you know, own your music and actually have those papers. So right. that all of these things just bring me so much joy because, I don't know, it's just like in comparison to the loss to – to see such growth and at least some gain it just makes me happy (laughs) yeah definitely and going off of that i'm gonna i'm gonna really kind of press you on this one where do you think you see you know milwaukee music kind of go forward from here because i i kind of think that we're at the end of one era and pushing into another so where do you see the future of of milwaukee music happening you know i wish i knew i would (laughs) i'm like i have such visions I have so many things that I mean, I, I could go anywhere from here. Honestly, I see such a potential and such a great community and so many people working together in new ways. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's inspiring. So I'm like, you know, I, I, I feel like I'm so close that I don't, I can't take a step back to see if, and if I did, it would take me a lot of pondering really just to think and, and look at it's so massive. It's so, so big. And there's just so many ways it, so many different things that we could do you know there's yeah. eyes on wisconsin and people are looking and you know folks are still doing what they they've been doing you know we, it's not like we haven't been incredible this whole time it's just 
now that there's more people looking at this area, what what's going to happen once people start to see what's here? Definitely. Definitely. Um, well, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and talk with us and, and talk about the new single a little bit. Uh, if they want to get in touch with you, if they want to follow you, where can they do that on social media? Oh, yes. You got to follow me at Miss Lotus Funk all over the Internet. Uh, you can go to my website as well, www.lotusfunk.com. But I must tell you, you say it like funk, but it's spelled F-A-N-K-H, like the hieroglyphic. Okay. Funk with an F in front of it. <laughs> I don't know if I ever knew that it came from the hieroglyphic uh, uh, spelling or pronunciation of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've got two tattoos, the lotus on my right hand and the hieroglyphic unk on my left hand. Um, and I put an F in front of it because I really do love funk music. <laughs> okay. um, and Miss Lotus Funk sounded like a great name. So. <laughs> yes, definitely. And now I know the origin behind it. Well, Thank you so yeah. much. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us and uh, really looking forward to it hearing the new single. This, Thank you. Thanks for having me. Day and night it keeps me breathing. I wouldn't change that for the world. Even the nights that make me talk. That was Alan Hallis and Miss Lotus Funk. Listening to one of her older tracks now called Period. You can find her latest single, No Funerals, on Spotify October 30th. Be sure to follow Shepherd Express on Twitter, Instagram, and even Facebook. You're still on there. Also, look for our monthly print publication at your local shops, wherever you used to get your weekly from. For Shepherd Bites, I'm Tyler Nelson. Thanks for listening. See you next time.